the Saturday session cricket update. Thanks to Razine for expert paint and colour advice. Yes, that time of the week where we talk at cricket in great detail with a great cricketing mind. That is the one, the only Mr Grant Elliott on this wonderful segment in association with Razine for expert paint and colour advice. Time to paint, get a quality finish with Razine. Paints decorating Kiwi homes since 1946. This uh, segment, lovingly, adoringly known around the cricketing universe, is swinging both ways with Razine. How's the deck coming along, by the way? Oh, the deck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty much done. I think. Did, did, did you, know, you use I, the jackhammer idea that someone takes? Oh, no, nah, the ceramic tiles is an issue there. Enrique's was meant to get back to me, <laughs> and he, yeah, he hasn't yet for the quote. But is it's that the uh, Australian all rounder? Yeah, Moises. <laughs> Moises. Not Moses, Moises. Uh, Moises, Constantine, Enrique's. Okay, we'll, t- we'll talk about it at yeah. a later date. I sense like I'm opening a few words yeah, there. I do need to get some resin on that deck, though. All right, let's uh, look at the Cricket World Cup. And let's start off with the table, shall we? Just to remind oh. people where we are at Grant Elliott. Uh, New Zealand, three wins from three. Beating England, the Netherlands and Bangladesh, all in pretty convincing fashion. Uh, they sit on a maximum of six points behind them. South Africa equally shown plenty of might and muscle with the bat, especially four points from their opening two games. India have four points from their opening two games. Pakistan have four points from their opening two games. England, one win from two. Bangladesh have lost two and have one win and are on two points in sixth position. And then winless with two games played, Sri Lanka, Netherlands, Australia and Afghanistan. The story of the World Cup so far is what, Mr. Elliott? Well, the story is, I mean, we're top. We're top, but there's always a but. You have to stay so consistent in your mindset, especially for New Zealand. I mean, New Zealand, we spoke about it. We said New Zealand have quite a good run in into this competition. If they can beat England in the opening game, which is what they did, they then faced three minnows. Netherlands, Bangladesh, we've got Afghanistan next, and then it's the business end of the the tournament. And that's when you think that most teams will have their combinations ready to go. Australia have just lost two games in a row, India and South Africa. They've played two tough games, so they're going to be rearing to go. But we go India, Australia, South Africa through the middle part of this, this tournament. Really tough. Three big games, but great viewing. I mean, how good is that as a, a, a Black Caps fan? And then you go... Pakistan and Sri Lanka, probably the weaker of the, the two currently in current form. Although Pakistan is one of those teams you don't really want to meet in a semi or a quarter because you just don't know what's going to happen. You know, Shane Shah, Freedy, Harris, Rout. Oh, they've World got, Cup winners, Rizwan. They've Rizwan. got match winners. They've got real good match winners. I don't know if you saw Rizwan getting a cramp the other day when he hit a six. Well, I saw him get 130 and uh, made the point on Smithy's show. He's a, he's a really good shout for top run scorer, and he's still paying about 13, 14 bucks. Wow. Yeah. He's a really good player. But I also, you know, Pakistan, I don't think that they look like a team that will win the World Cup. I'd be very surprised if they did. I, I made the point, I said... Like win a semi, lose a final type. Yeah. Nassim Shah, losing him was huge. massive. Because now they've got Hassan Ali, and I know he took four wickets um, in the previous game. Not but quite the same. He's not the same. He's not where he was. Um, he's probably kind of, you know, maybe a little bit like where Saudi is at the moment, I guess. He's not quite like on his game. Um, but uh, I look at our team. Our team's shaping up nicely. 
there's only one question I've got around our team. And that's the Mark Chapman position. And obviously, you know, Ratchan Ravindra coming to form now, Kane Williamson. Once again, we're going to be on the Kane o'clock because he's going to go for a scan on his thumb, which he said had blown up and got discolored straight away really quickly. That's what he said to Ian Bishop after the game. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. It's his left thumb, and you do need that left thumb uh, for control of the blade. So hopefully Kane's all right, but it, let, let's presume Kane is going to be fine. I think the only question is Mark Chapman. It's just, what do you do with that? Do you play Ish Sodi? Do you keep playing Mark Chapman? What I like about our team is that everyone has actually got a little bit of form in terms of our batting. Devin Conway scored runs. Rutchen scored runs. Kane Williamson scored runs. Daryl Mitchell's been in the middle, scored runs now. We only need Glenn Phillips and Tom Latham. We need a little bit of a collapse so that they can go out and score runs because having form and having a little bit to, to grow on in confidence during the competition actually does mean a lot for you as a player in the in the tournament. You want to feel like you're in form because it's such a long tournament. You want to feel like you're getting time in the middle. So I think at the moment currently where we are, we've got momentum, if you believe in momentum. We've got stability in our um, in our team. And probably the biggest shining light from the game last night was Lockie Ferguson. Yes, Grant. I think they called it in uh, Crick Info, they called it the spell from hell. Lockie Ferguson's quite... spell from hell. 45 of his 60 deliveries were short or short of a good length. So he just came in. He bowled with a new ball. It wasn't swinging. So Kane gave him the new ball early and said, off you go. Um, and his first delivery to Tanzid Hassan, it just lifted from over the wicket, pushed him back a little bit, came around the wicket, very next ball, he was a little bit back in the crease and just sort of nudged it to square leg court. And then uh, a few deliveries later, Mahedi, uh, Mahedi Hassan, short ball, hooking. So it was just a pace onslaught from him. And we spoke about it before this tournament. Didn't Could have we? been a full ball. Mahedi's not very big, is it? Yeah, and maybe it was back of a length. <laughs> Four for three. <laughs> but, but you look, new ball partnership, Bolton Henry. It's yes. good going around. You've yeah. got Mitchell Sandler who's been a fine one day a bowler for a very, very long time. You've got you've got all the experience of Saudi and Sodi who can't crack the lineup. Jimmy Nisham ain't a lock to play. That seven position's an interesting one though. Uh, I had Mike Hesson on the show yesterday. Mm. Um, and I hope I'm paraphrasing Mike here. I, I asked him about what would his top three be? considering what Rajan Ravindra has done. Uh, well, Rajan Ravindra opened alongside Conway overnight. First time he's ever opened in one-day international cricket. Mm. Um, and Mike Hesson made a, a case for um, keeping Will Young, Williamson at three, and Rajan Ravindra at number four, pushing everyone down, probably at the expense of Mark Chapman. Yeah... I mean, you can argue that Rutchen could just slot in where Mark Chapman is. I mean, because that is where Rutchen played all of his cricket prior to the World Cup. That's the only bugbear. Not with a I've lot had. of ex ex success. No, no. Uh, oh, well, he just started getting into his role. You know, he yeah. got that 60 and he got that four-wicket haul against England. And he started looking like, you know, he got a 40 at Eden Park. He started looking like he was getting that success at being a finisher. And then all of a sudden, so he would have been practicing that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, prior to the World Cup, bang. Oh, actually, you're going to open about three. So I was calling that out and saying that's a lack of preparation because they had so many opportunities to mm -hmm. bat him at three, but they decided to go with Will Young and Finnellan. 
and they never gave Ratchin that opportunity. But now we're in a World Cup, he's getting that opportunity. And then what you want to drop him down to four? It's like, why is he the four guy? And I know he had a fail at making nine, but a couple of the fours he had. Oh, I showed you that first one he hit today. If you haven't yeah. looked at it, go on, go on YouTube and look at the World Cup highlights and look at Ratchin Ravindra's first shot. He just smokes it through cover points. It's the silkiest. I mean, one of the players I love watching. Second boundary hit. No, first one. Oh, no, and then he hits it over the slot. Yeah. You're right, you're right. It's the first one. Absolute crushing sort of square drive. It's a thing yeah. of absolute beauty. So in summary, New Zealand are really well positioned here. Yeah, well positioned because I think we could be four from four, which gives us a little bit of a buffer. Like, imagine being Australia. You're 0 from two. Yeah, and Australia uh, has got games against Pakistan next. Wow, you, you're going to be playing really tense if you're Australia there. We've got a clip from Steve O'Keefe we'll get to on Australia in just a moment. I'll get... Uh, uh, Huckleberry to get that ready, but I, I, I'd like to, before we get to that in the state of Australia, India, Pakistan tonight, right? in India. Sorry, it's the one these two nations playing on their home soil against each other has just world cricket has just missed out so much because they don't play. Will the the 130,000 people will be at it. I mean, a bad. There won't be any issues with ticket sales for this one. You would you would imagine if there are empty seats. The ICC have got a massive problem, <laughs> haven't they? I I actually wonder if the game will happen. I mean, there's always so much controversy between these two teams. I, oh, I w- please, I just so want to see it, don't you? I do want to see it. I know what you're saying. I was in uh, Centurion Park 2003 World Cup, and I went to go watch uh, India versus Pakistan. Pakistan. And, yeah, I mean, it was amazing. Like, the fans, and you had the Bharat army. Not the Barmy Army, but India have got the Bharat Army. They were all singing, Bharat Army, Ganguly, Bharat Army, Ganguly. Worked well until the final. <laughs> and um, I think there's you know, billions of dollars that get bet on this game because it's just the people are really into it, the next, fans. Next level. No. Will we see a Pakistan beating India in India? Like I said, all of my Pakistan friends said that will never happen in our lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, them winning a World Cup. And, and yeah, me, they can't win the World Cup. Something will happen. They could win a pool game. They could uh, win a pool game. But it, the, the, the thing to watch out for India versus Pakistan is Shane Shafridi. Left arm seam bowlers, for some reason, do so well against India. Do you remember Mohamed Amir and the Champions Trophy? I think he got four wickets early, knocked over all their best players. Pakistan won the Champions Trophy in England. I think it was at the Oval from memory. They had the white jackets. Remember you got the yeah. white jackets? for. Um, so it can be done. Pakistan are one of those teams, a bit of a schizophrenic team. You're not too sure what's going to happen. Rocks or diamonds. Um, India, consistent. They're at home. I'd say that they're favorites. They have to be favorites. But Pakistan can always do something. This, this could make or break a Pakistan tournament in a way. Australia, 0-2, after losses oh. to India and South Africa. Um, Huckleberry, is this Steve O'Keefe on the drive show yesterday? Um, it's, quite a, a, it's quite a lovely, in fact, lovely is not the right word, um, quite, quite a description of the, of the current plight of, of the Australians. That Aussie team is off like a two-week-old bottle of milk, lumpy, yeah. shocking. <laughs> the, the team balance is horrendous. Yeah. They've got one spinner. Hello, read the mail. India have three yeah. front-line spinners yeah. in India. And look at the left armers. I mean, look at Sant. Now, you guys have got two, and I yeah. think that's the most important piece of the puzzle, a good finger spinner or at least a front-line one. Yes, Nathan Lyon, tick. 
Uh, Matthew Kuhneman's had success. Uh, but Australia have got this obsession with playing all-round cricketers, guys who can bat and bowl. But I think in India, I mean, at least in your 15-man squad, you need, you know, two spinners at the very least. Off milk. Lumpy off milk. Yeah. I... I'm not as down on them. Like, they're only out when they're out. Have we learnt nothing? They, they have made it to the knockout stages every of time. every World Cup dating back to 1992. Here they've got some issues there. Didn't they lose the last the first two games of the last tournament? Got, oh. got through to the semi-finals. I, yeah, I'll, yes, I, I, I understand the concerns, the balance. They're all valid points. Mm. But I'm, I'm carrying too many scars of Australian fight back. And the, and to, the form. To, to extinguish them from the, um, from the equation right now, Graham. Well, you see, they've got match winners, Daniel. Like in one-day cricket, you need two people to perform on the day, whether that's a bowler and a batter or two batters. The game is designed that two batters can only get in and bat for a certain amount of time to make a difference. And when you look at their batting order, you've got David Warner. He got 40 in the first game against India. He's played in Indian conditions. They are missing head. Yeah. Everyone needs head. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they definitely are missing head. And Mitch Marsh, we know what he can do. Steve Smith, the one, the one that I struggle with is Labu Shane. I do struggle with the fact that he's in the team. I don't think he's a one-day player. No, they don't need him. No. So, you know, Glenn Maxwell, Cameron Green, they've got a good team. But being bowled out for 199 against India and now having the wobble against South Africa, that's a little bit of a worry for them. Yeah, you to be careful, Lubbershane, if he continues to play. They'll start calling him Lubbershane if he doesn't continue to score a run. <laughs> he wishes he was playing for South Africa at the moment, the way they play. <laughs> right. Okay, let's um, forecast. Uh, here's a wonderful site for those at home, and I know New Zealand played more games. But who's the current leading run scorer at this tournament, Grant Elliott? Devin Conway. Who are the leading wicket takers at this tournament, Grant Elliott? Um, I'm going to say... Um, there is a theme here, Grant Elliott. Is it Hassan Ali? No, Mitchell Santner and Matt Henry. Oh. The New Zealand top of the runs and wicket takers. They have played one game and more than everyone else. Yes, I know, Grant. That's what I said at the beginning. <laughs> so positive. Uh, best batting strike, strike rates. Big shout out to Matt Henry. He's leading that at 200. Oh, Henners. Mate, I, oh, good. I, it, I made this point a few times during the week, and we've only got about 60 seconds. Is he the most underappreciated one-day cricketer going around? Even, even by his own fans? He doesn't have a tattoo sleeve. If he had a tattoo sleeve, he'd be... <laughs> I always felt that with cricket. I was like, maybe I need a tattoo sleeve. Because he just he's honest and he's consistent and he just does... But he's more than honest. He's yeah. really good. Yeah, like no, he's amazing. He's approaching 150 wickets at 25. Because all he does is bowl the ball in the same position all the time. There's no glitz, no glamour. There's no swing. It's just nibbles. seam, nibbles. And it, do, it looks like... You know, straight up and down in well, a way. You, you can't tell me Rohit Sharma the night before playing New Zealand will be a little bit concerned. Oh, every right? time. It's like... And uh, that, that's so telling that that guy will yeah. probably think, you know, equally as hard as Henry is that he does bolt. But we don't really think of Henry as we do bolt. No, because bolt's left arm and it swings and bolt has got a little strut sexy. around him. Sexy. Yeah. It is sexy. Lovely Trent, he makes it look good. Um, whereas Henry's is just like, you know, I'm just going to get the job done. He's like the accountant, doesn't he? Just gets the job done, but he does he does a great job, and he's actually one of the nicest guys in the team as well, Hennis. He's just such a nice guy. Yep. Uh, so it's great to see him 
have that form and also to be able to replace Saudi. We're very lucky that we can bring in a, a player of his experience to, to replace yeah. Saudi. All right, the draw for the next few days up until New Zealand's next game. It is India-Pakistan later tonight. How good. 130,000-seat capacity at Ahmedabad. Uh, amazing. Afghanistan take on England. Uh, that is tomorrow. Uh, Monday, I misspoke. I didn't. I got it wrong. Australia actually plays Sri Lanka next. Then they play Pakistan. So it's Sri Lanka next up for Australia. Netherlands play um, South Africa. Oh, the forefathers taking on. The colony, <laughs> the colony. Jan van Riebeek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. And then it's Wednesday, New Zealand time. Chennai. Um, didn't spin as much as we expected last night. You hope it's not going to spin because Afghanistan has some pretty darn good ones. And New Zealand up against Afghanistan. That is New Zealand's next game, Wednesday night, 9.30. That was swinging both ways. You've got your hand yeah. up like a can, diligence. Can I just finish just quickly before you, you wrap it up? I just got a message from our friend Christian Sizen from over the ditch. Remember, oh, pro-Australian yeah. pro oh, yeah, yeah, Christian? Yeah. Good shout-out, Sizer. But, dude, I mean, text through, double eight double three on the SENZ app. He said, come on, but the Aussies will win this. We did it in 99, <laughs> lost a couple, then won eight straight to win it. So he's, he's confident. He, he's like you. He hasn't written them off. He says they're ready to go. They're going to win it. Well, there's a, a confident Australian cricket person. Imagine that. I, I don't think there's been too many of those over, over the years. Someone did send me this disturbing in, image. The last time Australia lost two consecutive group state matches in a single World Cup was 1999. After that, Australia has remained unbeaten in their next 34 matches in the one-day World Cup. Oh, my word. It was like, whoa, that's a scary thought. Yeah, that is scary. So they lost two in a row and then won 34 straight World Cup matches. With arguably one of the, the greatest eras of Australian cricket, though, mind. Um, this team is not capable of doing what that team did. You haven't okay? just said that. They, no, they can't win 34 straight World Cup games. Look, go look at the team. You talked about the 2003. Yeah. Go they look were at that exceptional. Team. They go were look, exceptional. Go look at that team. Um, thank you, Grant. Thank you. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, swinging both ways with Razine. For expert paint and colour advice, time to paint, get quality finish with Razine Paints, decorating Kiwi homes since 1946. 24 away from 12. High performance. We're a high-performing team, aren't we? We are. We're a high-performing team. Our dear friend Jamie Tout knows all about high performance. He's going to talk high performance in this high-performing segment after the break.